You are now listening to the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. Christian Babcock, the host of the Hunter's Advantage podcast. And what we do on the podcast is we talk to disruptive companies in the outdoor industry, talk about innovative hunting solutions that are changing the landscape, as well as offer you tips and strategy for more successful hunts. All in all, I just want to help you become a better hunter by providing you with high quality knowledge and information that you can trust. Stay tuned. Well, welcome back to the Hunter's Advantage podcast, episode number 60. Today we're joined by the esteemed Jacob Gaylord, the Big Buck Slayer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's what that's what everybody calls me now. Exactly. So we, I've done a couple episodes of Hunt Talk so far, but I felt like it would be better to actually have someone on to interact with. So we had a big weekend last weekend. On uh, um, it's actually it's Tuesday today. We usually release the episodes on Monday, but. I didn't get home till freaking Monday. Oh, so you stayed Sunday evening at Jake's. Dude, we didn't get home from Jake. We didn't get back to Snyder. So Wetumpka was like three hours away from Snyder. We didn't get back to Snyder till like 1130. So you went to, you went to Southeast and then back to Southwest and then back to your house. Yeah. I drove up to, so on Friday I drove up to Snyder three hours. Saturday or Friday night, we drove three hours to Atumka, three hours back to Snyder, and then three hours back to Fort Worth. <laughs> it was like live in Austin right now. Yes, dude, it was like an Austin weekend, but yeah, it was a, it was a lot of driving. And so I get there on Monday morning. I have to like I wake up and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna head out. Well, I need to go fill feeders. I need to put my trail cam back up, and I have a deer hanging in the freezer that is just not quartered out. It's just skinned. So I was like, dude, this sucks. I'm not going to get home till like forever. And Lauren was wanting me to come home on Sunday night. And you said it was a three and a half hour drive? Yes. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. So I so guess we can. This... Yeah, I was about to say, how'd that go down? Like uh, after you got to Jake's. So I got to Jake's. Lauren wanted me to stay for our community group, which was good because we are just now meeting people in Fort Worth and I wanted to stay for our community group. But I was like, dude, I've got a three hour drive to Snyder after this. So Thursday night, it's like 8 p.m. and I'm finally getting on the road. I pull into Jake's on in Snyder at like 1130. I got all my crap. I didn't take anything out of my truck when I pulled up. I was like, you know what? I'll get dressed outside. And that was when the cold front started hitting. So it was like, what was it in the third? 40s 40s on friday uh, morning like 45 i think around there yeah so it was like 45 that's why i insisted to lauren i have to leave on thursday because that was one of the coldest days and it had been mm-hmm. lows of like when we were hunting in southeast what was the lows like six high 60s uh, mid yeah, 60s it was like, yeah midday it was like 95 93 something like that with a low of like 69 yeah. 67 in the mornings yeah it was hot it, it sucked yeah, so those first two weekends, if you listen to the other Hunt Talk episodes, were just dog. Like, did not... I went. I ended up going eight straight sits without seeing a deer. <laughs> How long did you go? Uh, well, uh, to start, I was, I, was 0 and, I was 0 and 6. So, zero deer for six, six sits. Mm. Yeah, something like that. So, you had the wedding, so we couldn't go back on public. So, I went to Jake's. 
I wake up Friday morning at Jake's and it's like nipply when I go out and put my stuff on. I'm like, this is going to be sick. I literally wore my, uh, you know, that sick of cold weather gear I have, like the stuff that's rated for like the negatives. I oh, just walked. Bib? Yeah. The bibs and the, and then the big jacket, the, uh, the micro fleece or whatever. I put that on. Cause I was like, dude, it's going to be cold. So I went out in yeah. that, uh, drove out to the lease. It's actually a lot longer of a drive than I thought it ended up taking like, takes like 25 minutes to get to the lease. But then when you go to the first gate, it's like a 15 minute drive back to the uh, lease. You have that easement, don't you? It's an easement. Yeah. So it's a 15 minute drive back to the lease through somebody else's property, like a mile and a half off the road. And then I pull up and it's like a 600 yard walk in. So it ended up taking me a lot longer, but I think I got up in the stand about five 30 and so I got everything set up and dude, there's no way to get set up quietly when you're filming. It's so frustrating with the yeah. freaking ratchet strap. So I pulled <laughs> out my, I pulled out my Hawk and I started strapping it to the tree and like every click it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, I know there's deer within a hundred yards of me right now, but I got up in the tree, got all my camera gear put up, got my GoPro set up. And then I was just waiting. And I think I texted you this, but at like six fifty. And it gets light at like 7.15. That's legal shooting light. It was like 7.15. At like 6.50, I just see like a dark blob starting to move towards the feeder. And you know in that gray light where you have to like look above something and able, so you're able to like see movement, you know? You're like, are my eyes tricking me? Yeah. I see that movement coming across like the horizon. So I like pulled out my binos and I got my binos up. And all I saw was just rack off the top of the head just like 17 inches off the top of the head. And I was like, I didn't look at, I wasn't looking at age. First thing I did hit record on the camera <laughs> and I grabbed, I literally grabbed my bow, started moving it over. And then I pulled up my binos again and I was like, well, it, it did, it did kind of, I couldn't tell how big the body was on the deer. So I was like, well, in 15 minutes when it's light, I'm going to find out. So I was sitting there and then, that deer looked up back up to the north and I don't know what it was. There was, it was like 20 mile an hour winds that morning. And I don't know what it is about the wind, but it seems like it seems like deer get super skittish in the wind. Like they just want to blow at something, mm -hmm. but he like looks back up to the north and just runs <laughs> off. He doesn't blow or anything. He just runs off. And the first thing I said when I looked at him through my binos, I go, that would be the biggest deer I've ever killed. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I thought. So wait, was he blowing at you? He didn't. So he didn't blow. He didn't, he didn't blow. But he looked when he looked back up to the north, he was there for like probably two minutes. Mm. He looked back up to the north and just sprinted off. And I'm just watching like at what I thought was like 150 inch. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like running away. And I was like, he's come back. Because, you know, a lot of times if they don't blow, they'll come right back. Yeah. No. No. He didn't. Did see him the rest of the weekend. Didn't see him. I think I ended up sending you like what I thought was a trail cam picture of him. And if it was, he's like a mid one thirties deer. But all yeah, I could yeah. see, yeah, all I could see was like ten inch G twos, like eight or nine inch G threes, had like five inch G fours, and then had decent eye guards. And I was like, Well, that's the kind of buck I want to shoot. Yeah. So he ended up running off. And then what ended up happening? Oh, so this place is like super tight quarters. Like you can only see probably 50 yards in each direction. So it's kind of like 
you're just sitting there and you just like glance to your left and there's something just standing there at 20 yards. So every time like I was glancing on my left and seeing a new deer, I was like, oh, what is that? <laughs> so I looked and then a fawn and a doe were coming out at 20 yards. They That's ate for like that from Southeast. Exactly. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I look to my left and I see a doe and a fawn and I'm like, sweet. And then the next time I look to my left, I just saw a rack, like a nice rack. And it was that turkey foot buck, that buck that has like the triple, he's got the triple turkey foot on one side and then has like a normal side on the other. Yeah. And I look over and I see that and he's probably like, I don't know, like 110 inches or something. He doesn't have a very big rack, but he's like super cool. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) And I just started, I started snapping pictures and I started, I hadn't seen a buck all year. So I was like sending pictures out uh, to Jake and I was like, mature? And I knew he wasn't mature, but I was like, mature? <laughs> you just wanted that green light. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I really want to sling. So I'm literally like recording that buck on my phone. And I look to my left and I just see the freak coming with a handle. He's got a handlebar. And I measured that G2, by the way, 16 inches. His, his which, one G2 is. Which one are you that, calling the, G, the G2? That piece that comes all the, the one way The one that up. goes up? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 16 inches. inches yeah dear god what was his gross i didn't score him i haven't yeah, scored him he, he literally probably scores 80 inches well he didn't I, have any horn i wouldn't give a damn there's no horn to score yeah. yeah so i look to my left and i see that freak and that's the biggest body deer i've ever seen not even it's not even close and i'm like that's at least a five and a half year old deer probably a six and a half year old deer so immediately, like a mature cameraman, I move my camera on him, okay. and I, I, yeah, I know. I pull, <laughs> I put my arm back, and I hit the GoPro as I'm like eyes on him, and then I grab my bow, and you can see it in the video. It's only like from the time I see him to the time I shoot him is only like forty seconds. All I did was hit record, and then he got out there, and I when I saw him the first time, I I think when I called you, I said he had like fifteen points because all I could yeah. see was it went straight up and then the other side went up and out like a right angle and there were stickers just going off everything he ended up having like 12 or 13 points but like some of them were only half inch so it was he only had like eight or nine scoreable points uh but he he walks out to like 25 and i had range like right there where those other deer were so i knew he was at 25 and i set my side to 25 i pulled back and it broke as like one of the cleanest shots that I've ever made. Just sp- snapped and just buried it right behind the shoulder. Yeah, that second angle looked it looked like you're pretty uh pretty composed during the shot. It felt good. I went back and was like looking at it multiple times to see if I like punched my like my hand, mm-hmm. like punched the trigger. And when it breaks, all my fingers move. So I was like, I don't know if I punched the trigger or if I pulled through my shot. I couldn't really tell. But I knew it felt good when I shot. Yeah. It didn't feel like I punched the trigger. So I, I I hit the trigger. I pulled through whatever, and I just see it freaking bury behind behind the shoulder. And you can see the arrow in the video like split out the other side. And instantly when he turns to run off, you just see it spraying on both sides. Mm. And I'm like, no way. How far was he? 25. 25, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 25. It was, I mean, it was literally a chip shot. Um, and in the video, when, when, when we released the video on YouTube, people can see it, but 
for just describing it now, you can see there's like a fawn in front of him and you see her like hitting the deck while the arrow's coming in and he's just like just That's stoic. Prime example of a doe versus a buck. Exactly. So shot him and then I called you. We talked on the phone and you were trying to tell me to get out of the tree and go look at him like right yeah, then. I was. Well, <laughs> so I got it. So I was hunting uh, that morning too. And it was like, what, maybe a little bit past nine o'clock. And yeah. we've been texting back and forth and uh, telling me he had like, like a 150 inch nine point and all this stuff. And meanwhile, I'm overlooking this nice, beautiful mode down pecan orchard, you know, have, have corn, a big old corn pile out there. And I'm not seeing a damn thing. And he's and he's over here seeing bucks, you know, left, right. Oh, I got some does coming in. I can't really send anything right now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I get a call just a little bit past nine, I think. And usually if you get a phone call, like when you know another person is hunting, you know something crazy went down. And so as soon as I answer the phone, uh, I just remember you saying, uh, I just shot a 15 point buck. I just shot the craziest buck I've ever shot in my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> uh, I no, that, I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. Uh, I was jealous. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was, I knew he wasn't huge, like, but I was like, this is the weirdest, oh, craziest dude, looking tags on that thing. Yeah. When I saw him, I was like, I don't even know what that is. I've never seen a deer like that in my whole life. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to send it. So we talked on the phone for a little bit. And then I called Jake and he was like, he was like, oh, I can be there in 45 minutes. And longest 45 minutes of my life. Cause I wanted to get down because literally three minutes, like while you, we were on the phone. He, I heard that deer crash. I literally had heard him crash. And I was like, dude, I know he's down. I want to go look at him. <laughs> Jake finally pulls up and, uh, and we get down. And of course I walk up and find like, find my arrow and mm -hmm. I was missing like six inches of the back of my arrow. I was missing, missing like the knock, the fletchings part of the arrow. I was missing like six inches. I was like, what the frick? Where's, <laughs> where's the other part of my arrow? Well, I found it later, but I couldn't find that part of the arrow. So we started on blood and you know, when you shoot a deer, you're like, and you don't and you know he crashed, you're like, dude, screw blood trailing. I'm just going to walk yeah. up here and find him. So I did that. Walked up, and I thought he was like 50 yards to the right, but he ended up being really a lot closer. So we walked around for like 10 minutes on video looking for this deer, and I'm like, dude. And then that 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 ounce of doubt creeps in. I'm like, maybe I didn't make as good of a shot as I thought. You said the I blood can't trail wasn't good? Well, we found the first blood, right, right at impact, mm -hmm. and then – I didn't even look hard for more blood because uh, I was like, I know exactly where he is. So yeah. I walked in there, didn't find him. Then we came back. We get back on blood, and literally like 30 seconds after we get back on blood, we walk up, and he's laying there 15 yards from where I shot him. He had ran 15 yards and just stood there for like two minutes, like just fighting it, and then just crashed. The video's, the video's crazy too. So I walk up and pull him out of the – out of the uh there was like a limb that had fell over on him i pulled him out and i was like what the frick is going on here stickers going everywhere jake first thing jake does when he grabs him is he grabs that right angle point and he goes mm -hmm, like a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> like a handlebar <laughs> and he goes he's got a handlebar <laughs> oh my god did you get yeah. that on video oh yeah yeah <laughs>
It was hilarious. He walked up and grabbed his handlebar. He's like, look at this. Uh, yeah. That's pretty darn good. What did he say about it? He's like, that's the weirdest deer I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I got the, I got him on video, or I got his his uh, analysis on video, because he, he was filming for me. I gave him the camera for the recovery. So mm-hmm. it was a cool... I don't know. That was a cool buck. That was literally my first morning in on that lease. Like first time ever hunting it. You and think I had left. You stayed out of it. Well, I think there's some, some importance to if you have a good spot, waiting for the right wind, and then waiting for like a nice change in condition to get a big buck on his feet. So I hadn't hunted it at all, and it wasn't like I was just trying to preserve it or something. I just we had been hunting public, and yeah, I hadn't planned on I hadn't even planned on going there in October. Cause we were going to hunt public and then we we're going to hunt public the first week in November. And I planned on going in after that, but since you had a wedding, that's the only reason I went over there. Yeah. Yeah. That wedding actually cost about two weeks worth of hunting actually. So yeah. Tell, tell them about that. What's, what's up with so, that? So, uh, yeah. What was that? The 16th. So the weekend of the 16th, uh, I told everybody, Hey, I got a wedding, not going to be able to make it. And uh, I think Peyton went down to Texas to visit friends, and then you went to your lease. And uh, wasn't supposed to be a big deal, you know. Cold front kicked in that 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 really sucked. But uh, but you know, it's just one weekend, and the hunting can only get better down there because the first two weekends got absolutely skunk, except for I think the very last morning sit, last time we were down southeast hunting, and uh, I seen like two doe. So, uh, yeah, it's been super, super rough. And then we have a wedding on the first time. I mean, the first cold front of the year, basically. And then uh, Christian called me, what, like, or I guess you called me, like, two, two, three days ago. And was like, hey. I, I was it was Sunday. Yeah, it was to, Sunday. Uh, Jordan Schaefer. And, uh, Southeast is closed? South, yes. <laughs> you can just, just beep it out. I will. I, mean, I will. Uh, Beep is closed. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the Southeast WMA that we hunt is closed uh, for the uh, muzzleloader draw hunt. No, it's youth. It's youth. Is it youth? I thought youth was last weekend. No, no. youth. It's youth rifle is this weekend, this okay. upcoming weekend. No, no, no. This, yeah, because youth actual season was last weekend, but it's the special youth hunt is next weekend. Okay. On the okay. WMA. Yeah, the draw hunt. Well, that's weird. But, uh... Yeah, so we just to, just to confirm, I I texted the biologist down there, whoever texted me back, uh, whatever number that was, and they said that it's closed next weekend for sure. Uh, opens back up, what whatever that's going to be like the 29th or whatever, or last weekend of October, right before Halloween. Exactly. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. Uh, yeah, that was that. So instead of southeast. This last weekend, uh, I, I stayed home and hunted some family land. Uh, it was actually a weird changeup. Usually, we go down to public to maybe see some deer because around here, it's like, I don't know how to set the scene from down here. I'm sure you have did it before in previous podcasts, but it's it, it would be great hunting here. But In northeast Oklahoma, by the way. For yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, specifically Craig County, but everything is cut up in like 40 acre chunks and within those 40 acre chunks they're all owned by different families obviously and so there's four or five people 
per family that usually hunt those 40 acre chunks and a lot mm-hmm. of land it's not like prime hunting so you only get these little patches of timber so it can't hold that many deer well and you get that combined with you know at least five bucks per per little 40 acres killed because timmy and jimmy and billy bob want to you know i mean i get it everybody wants to fill a tag but i mean it's just it, it's hard hunting here and so uh there's that like a low low number like doe to buck ratio and then uh you just get some really really educated does as well so uh yeah christian shot that freaking stud on friday morning mm-hmm. yes friday morning. yeah friday morning and then uh i didn't see a dang thing plus you know he called me and we were kind of freaking out so i mean wasn't going to see anything anyways but after he called i, I was just like yeah i just better pack up like especially not seeing that now because we're on the phone and all that good stuff so go back get some food come back later about 3 p.m and uh previous years i've had just like a, like one of those big old three-person ameristep blinds yeah and, like the 50 dollar uh, ones from wally's exactly exactly and so like it, it always does a trick like it's roomy it's nice durable well last year i didn't really set in it that much and i, I just kind of left it out there because we were hunting down southeast and uh at the end of the year i didn't take it down and so either someone stole it or it's in, or the wind blew it to Kansas somewhere because it's just, it's just not, not around here anymore. It probably is in so, Kansas. No, really. And, uh, so I had this little old one man blind that it, it should basically be like a little kid's play toy, like how big it is. I took it out there. I get it <laughs> set up. I have a lawn chair that I packed in with it in here, like for being private land, like, my grandma doesn't allow like motor or uh, four wheelers or trucks to be driven out there. So like, it, it's a pretty far walk back there. Like I don't, it's, a, it's like a mile. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's almost it's a mile easily around there. And uh, yeah, pack all that stuff in, pack a lawn chair, that little blind, which weighed nothing. And then uh, all the camera gear, my bone, all that stuff. And I head all the way back there, that far pecan orchard. And that previous Tuesday, yeah, last Tuesday I set out corn knowing that I'd be hunting, hunting it this weekend. And I set out a trail camera. Anyways, I, I get out there, check the camera, and it actually has some two, like two decent bucks. I mean, the only reason I'm saying this, because I, I mean, Brody and Tyler probably aren't going to be listening to this, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it has, it had two borderline shooter bucks, like a nice 10 point and a really solid eight. And that kind of got me jacked. And uh, I'm kind of thankful that it didn't come in because, Really nice deer for home, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I showed it to like uh, Wyatt and uh, Jared, and both of them were like, "You wouldn't shoot that." It's just like, yes, I would. Two years ago, I definitely would have. What did they say about it? Were they impressed? Uh, yeah. I mean, compared to what everybody else had on camera, because it seems like everybody's cameras have just just been as dry, bone dry. Sense, yeah. So, I mean, for around here, I mean, there's great deer. For people listening, what were they? Like, what, what do you think they were score-wise? I think the 10 was, like, high, mid to high 120s, and then the 8, uh, what do you think, like 115? Yeah, he was nice. Yeah. He was nice for no, Yeah, he he was nice. But uh, when you know what's out there, like, in the uh, southeast and stuff like that, it's hard to, it's hard to fill a tag. Uh, 
yeah but anyways i get that little bitty blind all set up i get the chair uh fold it out shoved in there get the camera on the on the tripod everything set up and i realized as soon as i zip the back to it this thing is so small i can't like when i sit down in the chair I can't lean back like like with the backrest or else my head hits the top. <laughs> and I didn't have any stakes in that time. So when I leaned all the way back, that the, the tent basically was just resting on top of my head. <laughs> Did and it flip like, up the front? Well, it, it was super, super windy at like there. So like th- there was three different times where the wind would gust and I didn't have any stakes for it. And it would flip like over me. And just, <laughs> I was just sitting there in the lawn chair. And... I was like, I was getting so upset and finally I got some sticks and I like made some like, I guess, natural stakes for it <laughs> and uh, where it stayed down. And I was like, this still isn't going to work. And I tried to draw back my bow. I couldn't even get my bow up to get to get it drawn, especially with the arrow sticking out of it. And, uh, and I was like, this isn't going to work. So I got my knife and I cut out the front side <laughs> of the blind and part of this top. And and I was like, this has to work like it. I'm just going to have to make do because I thought we were going to Southeast the, the following weekend. I was like, I'm not going to spend 60 bucks on a blind for one weekend. And, uh, lo and behold, the one time that like, I'm just struggling. Yeah. Anyways, I, I cut out the front side where I can draw back my bow. But the thing is, is I'm sitting so low that I have to kind of move out to where the, where the not so tall like grass is where I'd actually have a shot. And I'm 40 yards away from this corn pile. And uh, I'm kind of just sitting there. And about that time, this is when I talk about the educated deer. Because, like, I just see this head. Because I kind of figured, like, from past experience, I know what I'm going to come out at. Uh, I see this head. Because, like, my blind's facing right towards the corn and right towards where they would walk out at. Which is kind of a stupid move, but it's the best option I had right there because the wind was blowing back towards my face, which would be the south. And, uh, uh, yeah, I was, set, uh, I was sitting there in about an, 45 minutes till dark. I just see this this head kind of just, like, stick up out of the grass and just kind of just sitting there and watch the field. And immediately she picks me off because she's sitting there, like, you know how they do, just bobbing, weaving, bob. and just, yeah, just looking at you. And I'm like, well, I know she ain't going to smell me. So joke's on her. And so I was just kind of sitting there, you know, the freaking top of the blind just hitting my head, just not being able to move. And I don't have any cover because I was like, if I have anything in front of me, I'm not going to be able to get a shot. Because I literally, I don't have any sort of room in there to maneuver. And uh, so I was like, let's just let it roll. Anyways, she sits there and just stares for probably 10, 15 minutes, just not, not making a step. And just kind of just observing the whole field. Finally, I guess one of the youngins that, that were with their little fawn was kind of catching up to her. And as soon as she's like the fawn started walking out there and going towards the corn, that's when she was like, okay, it, it must be fine. And she kind of walked out there. And then next thing I know, another one walked out and then another one, another one. I had like six sets of eyes in this field. And every single one of them that walked out, including the fawns, but they like were over it real quick. We kind of just like, look at me and kind of pin me down you know so you have those six sets of eyes when whenever one stops another one looks up and you're just like well i can't move and finally it got a little bit dim well i guess it was hard to see in the blind so they kind of gave up on it and they all got comfortable waiting in the field like moving around in the field and then they all started going to the corn pile 
and uh i feel like i'm like dragging the story out way too long no keep going okay well uh long story short they get to the corn pile and i'm i don't know how to position this but like this is basically how i'm sitting my knees are like at my chest right here and like here's the opening I'm like, I turned the camera on and I already had it preset so I knew like if something was going to come in that I wouldn't have time. I could just have like flick it on, press record. And so I have my bow like leaning up on the left hand side. Long story short, I get it in my hand and I go to like draw back and the whole time they're like sitting there looking at me like something's up. And I'm like leaning like this. <laughs> they're like 40 yards and I wait and I shoot and it just sails so far right and i'm like and i just keep asking myself and you can hear it on film it's probably bleeped out but i was like how the f did i miss how the f did i miss because i was like the pin was on her and then and then i got to thinking i was like i was like well maybe i didn't settle maybe i didn't settle and i was like no horse crap like even if i didn't settle there's no way i can miss that like that far and so they blow run off and i and i you know getting a little tantrum and i storm out there and go find my arrow and <laughs> and uh i just after that i leave i mean it was dark anyways but i i left and yeah that was that was friday evening what an evening it was it was oh oh yeah and i didn't tell you uh just to go on top of the of the shit show that was friday evening uh so yeah i had to Cut, cut my blind and I had to stake it down with sticks because it kept blowing because it was so windy. The chair I hauled all the way out there, the damn lawn chair that I just grabbed out of the garage, I get out there and I go to sit down in it. One of the aluminum or metal little uh, legs, like it's just a regular, regular ass lawn chair. One of the metal legs snaps. And so I'm, I'm sitting there like, like all, all like, oh, Anyways, it breaks, and so I get out and I and I and I throw it, like into the into the thick stuff. I picked it up Sunday evening though, cause uh, I got to ride up with a four wheeler out of there. And uh, luckily, the chairs that were out there in the Mary step line that that blew away were still there, so I used that one, or else I would have been going home super early. Oh, yeah, that that's fantastic. It. Then Saturday morning, I didn't didn't hunt. Saturday evening, couldn't hunt because of the wedding. And then uh, fast forward to, I don't think I hunted Sunday morning either. And then needed yeah, some so sleep after the wedding. I did. I did some good sleep after the wedding. Yeah. Uh. Sunday, yeah, and then Sunday evening, I get out there decently early. Uh, before that hunt, I was like. Oh, no, no. That's what it was. It was after you called and said it was closed. I was like, you know what? Southeast. I'm not, like, yeah, exactly. Southeast was closed. I'm not going to go out and basically suffer. Like, I already know I'm hunting here, so I might as well spend that 60, 70 bucks to get blind. Yeah, get a it, decent blind. Yeah, yeah. Went to Atwoods, got a uh, Duke and Boone, like, three-person blind that really only fits, like, two people. But yeah, better than what I used. How much is and, that? And uh, it was... Like with taxes, like seventy-two bucks. Damn, it, it is what it is. But uh, do you tie it down this time? 
it had stakes and I staked it down and there wasn't any like big trees around. So, so there's like little, little saplings and I tied, I tied every inch of that thing down. Yeah. So, uh, get that set up the same exact spot. All I did was fold up the, the old line, put in the new one, which was, I got it on video. Maybe you can watch it in quest if it, if it makes the cut, but I, I was basically wrestling that thing because one of it ended up being brand new out of the package. It was folded up into itself. Mm-hmm. And so while I was out there and like in the pecan orchard, I had to undo like three or four sides of the, uh, like the things that just pop out. I had to yeah. undo those, those little sticks and then pop them out and then reinsert the sticks. So like I basically had to build the thing myself. It was, it's weird. Huh. I got it on video, so it, it would make sense. But okay. anyways, uh, get all set up and I'm like man I wouldn't blame those does if they never came back after that little fiasco and uh, yeah again it was like 45 minutes before dark I see a head you know sitting up out of the grass looking fast forward there was like three more doe this time than, than last time so like there was like eight or nine doe just sitting there like in this field looking at me and there were two in particular that would not leave me alone granted i was i was well hidden like right i had like little slits in the blind and all that stuff like i had my shooting lane but when there's eight eyes out there and every single one of them are little little blowy does yeah uh yeah there there was like five of them that were just which granted two of them were like little fawns but there was five of them that were just constantly eating the corn and then there was two doe and one of them in particular like from the minute she stepped out would not leave me alone she would like look and then act like she was looking away, but you know how they do it. Like, oh like yeah, that little side eye. But they still look, and like like I'm gonna like do the hokey pokey or something, and she's mm-hmm. gonna you know start blowing at me. And uh, no joke, she she walked straight at me from like 20 yards, and all those other doe are like at 40, and she was just sitting there like looking at me. And to make the story better, like hadn't had a mosquito this whole damn time, <laughs> but as soon as soon as this sucker started walking 20 yards from me, just staring at me. <laughs> it landed right on my damn forehead i was like i was like i can't move and so the whole time i was like trying to like wiggle my eyebrows just a little bit and like but i knew as soon as she, she saw me even blink she's gonna take off and so i had to just let that thing suck my blood for a little bit and uh anyways as soon as she turned around and started heading towards the corner smack <laughs> i didn't kill it but it, it would have made the story better if 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 i did uh but anyways yeah she started walking back towards the corn and i was like you're the one i want because like she, if she, she wants to check me out that hard, you picked her out die. oh yeah <laughs> so she starts heading towards the corn and uh and at, by this time stupid me i had this side so i'm facing towards the corn which is like facing towards the north right at that tree line you know you'll know what i'm talking about yeah but, uh, the listeners won't and on the right side, that's the whole opening to the pecan orchard. And I got two two does out there just kind of moseying, eating the eating the pecans that has already fallen. And uh, and I have that side completely exposed as well, just just open. Anyways, uh, I go to draw back, and all of a sudden I hear stomping to my right, and I'm like, <laughs> no. And so I just I, I said, you know, if, if they're gonna run off, maybe one won't run off. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And so I go ahead and draw back. I already know they're at 40. 
And uh, the one that I picked out that had her death wish when she looked at me at 20 yards, she, her, like she was walking and then last second she went broadside and I was like, here we go. And then she turned again. And when she turned, she bumped another doe and made her walk across the corn pile. And she was completely broadside at the time. And I was like, it's just not your day, sweetie. It is what it and, is. Uh, and because the other one that I wanted, like she, she didn't turn broadside in the, in the five seconds that I, I decided. And yeah. uh, she was broadside and I drew back and I you know, turned my peep and all that stuff before. And I was like, not missing this time. I got to have a little bit of redemption. And I started to panic a little because she started like barely quarter and quarter. And I was like, it's now or never. And I shot, and uh, it, I mean it. Uh, it was it was more graphic than I wanted, but it. Did it you did get all job. that on video of the graphicness? Like five seconds, and then I was like, "Oh, let's go look see what these does are doing over here." And, like, was it just away. spraying? Uh, so like I shot, and, and it, it was it was a good shot, but it did there wasn't a pass through, and when I shot, she just dropped and i was like there's no way in hell i spined her mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she tried to stand up again and i seen the hole and it was just like those grim was, reapers punch a hole don't they it was gushing and uh and i was like oh didn't spine her and then but like dude as soon as that arrow went in she would let out that god off like and yeah i only had one other deer do that and that was that uh that one deer southeast like the very the big old 12 point Oh, he did that too? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, she was, she was done. And then one of the does ran from like, like, like this, how, this, how like almost upset I was that I seen like eight doe and not one bug is one of them ran from to like, from the corn pile to like six yards to my right. And I had a shooting lane there too. Mm-hmm. And she was just sitting out in the middle of the corn orchard, just blowing and like stomping. And I ranged her. She said, it said 62. Now, I was going to take that shot if she was stood there long enough. I was like, really? Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't having it with that with them. I can't. There's too many does, man. Too many. That's a thing. You can't even shoot one because when you do, seven others are like, <gasps> oh, see, I just now educated like seven more. Oh, that's how they get that is mm-hmm. when people shoot them like that. But, yeah, it felt good. Needed. You needed that. We, we took a beating the first two weeks, so I feel like it needed to let some arrows fly this last weekend. It was, it was, it was definitely a good change up. Actually seeing deer, actually knowing what they look like now, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So in light of that, what do we what do we got going on next weekend? I'm going mm-hmm. back to the lease. What are you going to end up doing? Uh, so uh, thanks to Christian, I was uh, invited down to our buddy Jake Ayers' house. Uh, Christian's going to go on his lease. Uh, he, he won't tell him the address or else I'll, I'll go Charles Beatty on it. And, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I'm either going to go hunt, uh, that WMA that's like 10 minutes or the one they're all going, going to. Have, oh I mean, yeah. Have you have texted really Jake? Have you only talked to him in that group chat? Just only that little group chat. Yeah. Yeah. He Are did send me a Snapchat to... of, uh, him, him shooting that skunk the other day. Oh, of Tanner? Was it Tanner? Is it the one where he's like, Tanner, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tanner misses like three times in slow motion. Uh, that was some funny crap. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, 
I didn't after the first two weeks, I definitely didn't think we'd have a couple deer down this weekend and especially a buck, you know, on film. I was not expecting that. I figured it'd be the first week of November before we got a buck down after what had happened the first two weeks. Well, just like you said last year, like uh, some sometimes somebody's got to get the killing started. It's contagious. And, and you definitely did that. It's contagious. Now it's now it's going to be an, a nonstop roller coaster for about six more weeks. I hope so. Just that violence. Because nice. if it's a roller coaster where we're about to be hunting, either down, I mean, I've never been down there on like that portion of the state, but yeah, from from what you all tell me, it's it's pretty darn good. The deer density is really good, and there's a lot of really big bucks. The good thing about down there is there's not there's not a a ton of trees, and there's a lot of ag. So it's like, I wonder where they are. Oh, you know, it's yeah. like, I see some trees. I wonder where they are. So I don't know. It's, it's a nice change of pace. And there's a ton of deer. Like you see a mm. lot of deer. Like there's one field where we saw 52 in one sit. On public? No, but Carol Hunter and Jake Ayers went and hunted public. And they said they had, had like three bucks come in. And they really? had one that was like 140, but it only had one horn. So it was like 70. It's a good one. And it get, it came to like 40-something yards, and Carol said he was going to shoot it. I would have. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. A big one horn? That would suck, but would you like shoulder mount a, a, a one horn? It had to be a big one horn. Yeah. So, yeah, you know that one horn that, that Brenda shot a few years ago? The one mm-hmm. that I was going to shoot that yep. I saw first? I would have mounted that one. Really? It would have been like 140s if it had the other side. It was big. It had like a six-inch basis. Yeah. That deer was cool. That deer was cool. So that was uh, that was a good summation, I think, of the last weekend, and we got a good weekend coming up. And then after next weekend, it's literally freaking November. And that's that's when that's when everything should fall into place. I, mean, I hope so. We we've already got some 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 early birds. Well, I guess you got your early bird, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a what what like nine days of just nothing but grinding. Frick yeah, I better get used to sitting in my saddle because I could not <laughs> get, get comfortable the other day. You better get used to freaking setting your alarm. Yeah, dude, I was hoping I was going to go out and shoot a second buck this weekend so I could be a cameraman. It's just I was telling mm-hmm. Jake and them it's a lot more. It, it's not more fun but it is at, it's almost as fun when you're like, I get to hunt and enjoy it, but there's no pressure. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you're wanting to sleep in that morning, you're just like, I, I ain't going. Yeah. It's like, well, unless, unless I'm filming one of you guys, then you will drag me. Mm. You want to see this buck? Oh, you got it with you? Yeah. I got it right here in the freezer. Well, let's see. You got something a whole lot scarier. All right. Now that he's away. Uh, if y'all could go unfollow his Instagram account, that would be great. And also tell him how small his deer is in the comments. What did you say? Huh? What did you say? Um, let's see it. Hey guys, appreciate the listen to the Hunter's Advantage podcast. 